0: Welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. This podcast is a safe space designed to inspire and empower women of color to take personal responsibility in their health and mental wellness. So ladies, sit back and enjoy. This is our space. everyone and welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. We have a special interview today. I am so excited to interview Miss Caprice O'Brien. Hi Caprice. Hi there. Listen, I am so excited to have you on this interview because I've been watching your work for a long time with your gym, Excuse Free Fitness and I've just seen you do so much, and I'm like, this is a good. I'm sure a lot of people have followed your work, but I was like, this is a good time to kind of give the back end the story of things, and really just how you got your start, and answer some of those questions. So I'm excited to have you on today.
1: Thank you so much. I am. I'm excited, and, and honestly, like sharing my journey, it's um, it, it can be longer than CVS receipts, but I'm I'm excited <laughs> to get into this. <laughs>
0: Well, let me start with your bio so that our listeners um have an intro to you and I always say the bio is my favorite part because One, I just love bragging on the women that we have on this podcast, but two, I think it's just also a reminder of the journey that you have and how we got here. So I'm going to read that off. Caprice O'Brien has been an empowering voice in the fitness community and industry for eight years. Today, she is recognized as an award-winning entrepreneur, a dynamic speaker, and an author committed to demolishing the obesity epidemic through faith, fitness, and nutrition. While on her journey, she discovered that food is a medicine and fitness is the key for overcoming disease. As a result, Caprice decided to begin helping others by founding Excuse Free Fitness, which is an online fitness training company that now services clients across the country. She continues to transform lives through classes, corporate wellness workshops, and her unique powerful story and infectious energy. So welcome, Caprice.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for that.
0: So literally, like I, I've been so enthralled with your work. You have the program prayers up, weights down. You use faith and you use faith and fitness and bring it together. What really, like, what inspires you to get started in this work?
1: Honestly, it was my own journey. So, and I, I mean, I didn't have like this. You know what? When I grow up. I want to be a personal trainer like this is this wasn't really my journey and I didn't go to college you know to be a physical therapist like I didn't want to be like this athletic director I didn't have that journey I mean I was honestly mad at God. Like I was in two major car accidents where I had to relearn to to walk. I was diagnosed with traumatic brain injury and epilepsy, um, and, and amnesia all before the the age of of twenty. I was nineteen wow. years old, um, wow. by the time all all of this took place. Um, and so, like my my family was incredibly supportive. So being in and out of the hospital all the time, having multiple seizures a day, I was super mad at God. And the only thing that that kept me truthfully was exercise Mm -hmm. but my family being so supportive because I was I mean depressed um my dad took me to the gym um and it sounds so cheesy but it really changed my life like Mm -hmm. the day that I went to the gym that the day that I went to the gym um it was really hard okay so let's start Mm -hmm. there because he had me doing like treadmill sprints and it was like I mean, I know what the machine is now, but like the leg extension machine, I was like, why is it so heavy? Like I thought that my knees were going to break. Wow. But I was like, once I was done, I felt so accomplished. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, if I can chip away the depression and all of this anxiety that I'm feeling, then I can help other people feel this. I was like, it ain't no way that I can keep this to myself. Mm-hmm. And I started making little swaps in my life. I started, you know, feeling like, okay, well they told me that I can't stay at home by myself because I might have a seizure, but I can go to the gym with somebody, okay? I okay. can't get like this regular job, but you know, I can do this. It was it was so many no's like mm-hmm. my doctors gave me so many restrictions on my life they placed all these things in my life but exercise gave me this yes that i was searching for and it made me feel powerful it made me feel like i could i had control over my life and i i just i started to see that it was um it was this catalyst to taking um, taking power over over the future that that I really really thought was possible, um, but um, the doom and gloom of every time you go to the doctor and, and you know seeing the the lab bugs, seeing the test when nothing was really changing, um, exercise gave me hope.
0: Hmm. Mm. I love what you said when you said that they the doctors told you no exercise gave you the yes and that was a yes in your career as you know like them saying that you couldn't work and also the yes and what your body can do it takes an amazing strength to really just keep pushing forward with that
1: yes especially because it was like hard and i don't know what i'm doing and you know i mean because i, I so if anyone doesn't know i have retrograde amnesia and so what retrograde amnesia means is that you know so i, I hit my head from a seizure but retrograde amnesia means that i don't remember anything before june eighteenth of 2012. nothing so i have the ability to create new memories but i don't remember anything before that so that's 19 years of blank space wow so all of my family is like yeah you know you were you ran track, like you did this you used to dance and here i am like uh what's lunch (laughs) jump What's this? How do you do less rest You know? And so I'm teaching myself all of these things and a personal trainer comes up. I'm a, I mean I'm actually like charter fitness in Timmy Park, Illinois. And the personal trainer come up to me, he's like, You you know, you could you could do this and I was like, You're the one with trainer on the back of your shirt. Like you should be helping me. And and then other ladies started come up to me about you, Can you help me? Can you help me? And I'm like, Y'all This guy over there has trainer on the back of his shirt. And six months later, it's approximately six months later, I got certified and I have never looked back.
0: Wow. I'm getting goosebumps hearing this. (laughs) (laughs) That's so amazing. Is that how you were able to marry like, you know, faith with fitness, like incorporating that? Is that what made you like start putting those together?
1: Oh, this one is such a good question. So it's actually not. So I didn't marry space and fitness until I understood the emotional side of, of, you know, your fitness journey, because until I started, like, really, like, getting, you know, falling in love with the true process of what, you know, uh, of what, you know, a fitness journey really is. So um, I opened my first gym in 2015. I was 22 years old. And then I started like, I mean, it, it was, it was great. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, and it, it was, it was awesome. And I was getting people amazing results, but then I started noticing a trend about 2017, you know, with myself and with my clients. So the trend with myself was I was still mad at God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was still mad that I had epilepsy. And I'm a little jealous of my siblings. Like I'm looking at my siblings, like accomplish these great things. I mean, I'm accomplishing really great things too. Like I'm opening the gym, like I'm traveling the world. I'm doing this, but my siblings are like, graduating college and, you know, and, you know, getting PhDs. And I'm like, well, I can't go to college. They told me I, I didn't have the medical practice to be a college student. And so I'm feeling, I'm I'm feeling resentment, forgiveness you know, like, and then I'm losing, helping people lose physical pounds, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're losing 15 pounds, 30 pounds. And, and then like six to eight months later, they're coming back like, coach, I need to lose 40 pounds. Wait a minute. Let's get into it. Why? Wow. Mm-hmm. So have I not helped you get to the root of the problem? Have I not helped you uproot the patterns and the things that were really, you know, causing you to gain the weight in the first place? So I had to go on my own journey of releasing emotional weight and I had to help my clients get to the root of the problem because dieting wasn't it like it was like we, we began to diet and we didn't start to actually eat well and unlearn all of the things that caused them to gain weight in the first place mm-hmm. So we was like okay it's not just willpower we need to invite god into the journey because we need to say hey i need i need to pray for the spirit of self-control today i need to put on the garment of 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 perseverance, like I need, I need the, these fruits of the spirit so that I can maintain this. And so I can look at this as a lifestyle and not just a diet because a physical, like emotional pounds will weigh you down just as much as physical pounds. And we oh will just girl. keep dieting and what? and we'll be in this cyclical, this, this damaging cyclical, um, this, this, this routine uh-huh. of, gain losing a gain in the back losing a gain in the back Mm -hmm. because we haven't gotten to the root of the problem why is it that every time you know you feel this this specific emotion you want this food because you don't want to feel that thing Mm -hmm. so I need you to feel it I need to address it because you cannot heal what you don't confront and so that's when I began to marry faith and fitness Not, it's not just praying there on the plane because I'm gonna call on Jesus when my arms are shaking. Okay, (laughs) I will do that. I will do that. But I also need us to say, Hey, God, put the magnifying glass on me. Help me look at the speck in my own eye. Because, yes, yes, my husband might, you know, bring home cookies all the time. Yeah, but I need to, I need to say, Hey, it's my own discipline, it's my own lack of self-control it's my own lack of commitment to my journey and to myself it's not about who brings home what it's not about my my young teenagers you know that that do all of these things it's about me it's about me not committing to myself it's about me being afraid of my own success It's Mm -hmm. about me not wanting to put in the work. So I need to invite God into this journey. I need to invite God into this so that I can be successful long-term. And so I can be, because look, I want to be 90 in the park doing yoga. I want to be the the, the auntie that's like, who wants to go for a walk? Who wants to go to, to, you know, who wants to go hiking in October just because we can? Who wants to go sign up for this 5K and we don't need six months to get ready for it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Girl, all those that you just listed are goals. Those are goals. Like, <laughs> to be fit, auntie, to be able to go hiking. I always admire, every Sunday I see, like, this group of older women in the park by my house, and I always just look at them at all. Like, they're doing, they stretching together, they running around the park together, and those are, like, real-life goals, is just to live long and, like, healthy, you know? So Right? Yes. Oh, my it's gosh. It's totally going to be me. Well, I like that you said when you like digging more internally and see what is weighing us down, releasing the emotional weight, because I think a lot of times I have been guilty of this yo-yo up and down, up and down my entire life. I tell people um, I've been a size nine since I was nine. Like I literally was I had a personal trainer at like 13 years old because that's just how long my journey has been. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes, like you said, understanding what is causing that emotional weight so that it it isn't a reoccurring and the same people are back there like okay this happened again but really just um, peeling back and seeing what what those layers you know going deeper than what just you know what the scale says but why is the scale saying this Yeah.
1: yes and And there's another thing. It's like, okay, well, am I only, so is it extrinsic motivation or intrinsic? Because that extrinsic could be like, my doctor said I got a little 15 pounds or I got to start taking high cholesterol. I got to start taking cholesterol medication or that intrinsic. You know what? I do get incredibly tired every time I go up and down the stairs. Maybe I should start walking on Saturday mornings. In addition Uh to, you know, my strength training, like those things help you get into the mindset of being an active person so that, You know, if you can, you can maintain a healthy body weight and you're not trying to quote unquote, get ready for your vacation every year, or you're Mm -hmm. not trying to lose 15 pounds before your friend's wedding or before, you know, um, the, the company meetup or or whatever the quarterly, whatever, whatever the case may be. But if we just start to really dig up the, the root of the things, like we got to start thinking about what we're thinking about and that when we when we marry the faith and finish and when we really start asking God like what's going on in my heart like creating me a clean heart and show me the things that are not like you because and and asking him to like like help me see myself the way that you see me because you said that I am fearfully and wonderfully made and I don't have to hate my body because of the way it looks in the mirror, I should love. I I can be proud of my body the way it is now, but still work on it. Mm-hmm. I can be confident in my body and still want to lose weight because I want to be at. I want to maintain a healthy body weight. Does that make sense,
0: girl? You preaching to me right now. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah, like it's just, yeah,
1: that's it. Like it's just. If it, these are the things that that help me to to marry the faith and fitness because I don't want us to think like okay how many calories is this workout burning like how much weight am I gonna lose from this workout or or we, maybe we could start to think like you know what I'm getting stronger come on I'm getting stronger yeah. now Or yeah. I get to I get to relieve stress from this workout I get to make I get this is 30 minutes for me because for the past couple of days I've been pouring into everybody else but myself That's right
0: it. right and one thing about that workout, once it's complete, it definitely makes you feel better. Like you feel I stronger. Do. It is like an instant, like little gratification because you feel amazing afterwards. Yes. Oh, every time. You know? <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was going to ask you another question. Go ahead. Oh,
1: I was totally done. I just said every time.
0: <laughs> oh, Every time. Yes. Well, let me ask you this, because so when Soul by the Pound was created, it was designed to empower. Um, women of color and health and wellness. And when this podcast branched out, I wanted it to be a guide and like a call to action, like outside of just the fitness and like mental wellness. I wanted the podcast to be like a call to action for women of color. And what is one thing you particularly feel like black and Latino women need to hear when it comes to faith and fitness and nutrition and obesity? Like what is the, what is that one thing that you are like, this is what I'm going to preach forever. Like, this is what I want them to understand.
1: Ooh, this is so good. If I could say anything, take care, practice self care every single day. Mhm. Every single day, self care is for every single day that ends in why. We have been so. What I've noticed, I got really burnt out in the beginning of 2020, and I lost one of my dear friends, Erica Watson. And we created this series, this interview series called "Self Care is Not Just for Saturday." And I interviewed some very dope individuals, um, in their respective field. We talked about relationships, sex, and uh, nutrition, wellness, and movement. And the things that I learned is just like it all went back to we need self care every single day so whether that's physical self-care psychological financial professional social we just need to like we need to set boundaries and boundaries don't keep people out it teaches them it teaches other people that we love how to keep them in Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's really it yeah and so I want you know um the 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 female the the, the leaders and the, the women in the black and brown community i want them to hear from me specifically that i want you to practice self-care every single day you don't have to spend a thousand dollars you do have to spend one dollar like it could be that the thing that you do for 10 minutes that that just brings your soul back on fire right mm-hmm. like some when i watch friends I, it just it just it just brings a laugh out of me that you can't hear from anything else. Standing oh, on the balcony and looking and looking at the, looking at the at the waterfall or just the mountains, um, and whatever it is um, that brings you back to a place of calm, a place of peace, or even just a ten minute meditation on the calm app. Okay, they're not paying me. Promise. Um, <laughs> Um, or just like that 30 minutes of, of 30 minutes of strength training that makes you feel like a freaking warrior, you know, that just like, well, first of all, I knew I was, I knew I was, I knew I was fired. I just needed to lift these weights, you know, but just the intentionality of doing something for yourself to improve or preserve your health every single day, it's, um, it's very it's it's vital. It's like one of my one of my friends Tiffany. She says we need self care like we need water. <laughs> um and and it's it's something that I want us to get ingrained in our mind. Like let it let it marinate like overnight oats. Okay, like I want us to remember it. Um because if I'm alive every day, I should be taking care of myself every day.
0: That's um, so- and I
1: don't. Yeah, because we've got TV shows that got hashtag self-care Sunday, hashtag self-care Saturday. And so we start to think like, OK, cool. If I work hard Monday through Friday, then I should be able to deserve, I should deserve, you know, an hour of Netflix on, on the weekend. No, you deserve self-care because you're a human. You deserve self-care because you got breath in your body. And so, yep. and then because it, then then the it breeds burnout culture. And that one vacation that measly one vacation a year. So if we start to practice self care every single day, whether it's ten minutes or sixty minutes, um, it'll decrease stress. It'll increase productivity. It'll increase the the satisfaction of our entire life.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm so happy you said self care every day because. Um, that has been like a uniform statement through all these episodes of the podcast. No matter who we interview, is self-care. It's just like having self-care, whatever it looks like to you. But I don't think no yeah. one stresses the importance of doing it every single day. And you should because I think a lot of times we think it has to be this big thing where you put on your fuzzy robe and then you pull out your yep. space. And it doesn't even have to be all of those things. It could be taking, Like you said, it could be you know, a workout, it could be meditation, it could be, you know, I think, and I'm so glad you said this about every day, because I have had a listener call before, she reached out to me, and she said, you know, she's a mother, she works full-time, and she's like, I don't have time for self-care, and we all think it's this big to-do when it's really just something small you do for yourself, even if it's putting your phone on do not disturb for an hour, or, you know, so, or like you said, watching friends, something to make you laugh, like, that is self-care, so, Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, so when you got started, and I love to share this point with people. I always love to hear people's feedback. What is the one thing you wish you knew earlier before starting Excuse Free Fitness? Whether it was about how to approach fitness, or whether it was about your own journey, what is one thing you wish you knew earlier?
1: Just one thing. <laughs>
0: oh, what? Oh
1: man, <laughs> just one. Because there's quite a few things. There are quite a few it. Sharon. things. Sharon. Oh, yeah. So, okay. 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 So if there's just one thing that I wish I knew earlier, is you've got to say no more.
0: You have to what? I, I've got to I've
1: got to say no more.
0: No more. Okay. I like yeah. that. I like
1: that. It's, then this one's tough because, you know, as like this new, like emerging entrepreneur, you know, it's like people, you know, thinking, even the type of advice that I, I was receiving is like, you got to be, you got to be seen. People need to know who you are, you know, like mm-hmm. you've got to, like, you got to get out there. You got to network. You got to meet people, you know, but the more that I began to say no, the more, because the more that I began to say no to the good things, the more that I was able to say yes to the God things and so (laughs) yeah because because it was like some things were shiny but they were distracting and some Mm -hmm. things were like they were they they were and and i i'm gonna be very transparent and say i still struggle with this (laughs) Mm. i still struggle with this because it's like oh that's really good but it was like they gotta tell you to do that right did you just say yes immediately because of the numbers you know, um, because of what it would do for your finance, finances, and it was, or just because of who it was that reached out, or what the brand was, or whatever. And it was just like, so I, what I wish I knew. I mean, it, it's, it's like top three, but I wish I just is saying no more because mm-hmm. like it takes a team. It it truly takes a team to build, you know, the the massive vision that I that I have for Excuse Free Fitness. And um I, you just you just can't do everything. It uh-huh. it's one because everything isn't in alignment with where I wanted to go. And um it it you gotta do the things that um you can't waste your oil, if that makes uh-huh. sense. Like uh-huh. so um saying saying no more, um yeah, it's that that's I just wish I knew that. <laughs> Well, well, I wish I was um more um, consistent with that because I learned it pretty early. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: I just wasn't as consistent with it, and I don't struggle with it as much. Um, I, but there are some seasons where you know, it'll. I, I still be. I will still be like, oh, I huh. okay, because it's like yeah. you gotta let your yes be yes and your no be no. Yeah, you no, because it's like huh? why are you still saying yes to things that like you 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 complain the whole time you're doing it you should have said no
0: yeah girl you know one thing i've i've been praying for for so long and it's been working pretty well um has been discernment because you literally it's so easy to say yes to stuff that you want to say no to and definitely if you i mean when you have you you Caprice have a great energy around you and a brightness and you know that attracts people, but it also is just and not to say that you know you shouldn't entertain everybody or give everyone a fair chance, but sometimes just having that discernment is a blessing so that you're able to say, No, nah, this just really doesn't like you said, going back to alignment. This just really doesn't align with what I'm working on mm-hmm. or even because I I when I was doing marketing, I remember this couple, um, Their business was very enticing visually, and they reached out to me for assistance with their business, and something in my gut was just like, nah, nah, and a lot of it was because they were really pushy, and it was just like trying to move me along the decision-making process, and even just talking to them about the services just felt uncomfortable, and I prayed about it, and I waited, and then a lot of stuff was revealed to me about this, and I say this to say, like, we... Yes, I like that. Like knowing that sooner to say no more to stuff so that it doesn't inflict your self-care, it doesn't mess up your well-being, it doesn't mess up your mental, you know, like really just defining that line and those boundaries. So I I second that. That's a good one. No more. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So what's next for you? Like, I I know you have the classes because I definitely want to share some of the programs that you offer on our website. What are some things that are next for you? Like our um, listeners can tune in because you have the gym. You're providing these online services. You want to tell more about that, like your programs? Yes,
1: of course. So. Um, My program, like you mentioned earlier, my program Prayers of Weight Down is for female leaders um, wanting to release physical and emotional weight through faith and fitness, but without the dieting, Um, and that is completely online. But what you can expect to see from me and excuse free fitness next is much more um, in the corporate space um, with corporate wellness workshops and keynotes, Um, basically making healthy eating made simple. Um, and helping um, corporate leaders and teams decrease the stress and um, increasing the employee satisfaction. So more, much more in the in the corporate space um, to close out 2022 leading into 2023,
0: for sure. I love that. I'm so happy that companies are, like, adding this in right now, like incorporating wellness, and I'm glad you the girl to bring it because it's definitely needed in the workspace. Yes. It is, oh. it is.
1: Yeah, like having that, having a people first um, culture and people first company is really essential. And I'm, I'm, I'm like geeked to see more um, companies like think of this, uh, this type of culture because like stress is a is a huge issue in in the workplace.
0: No, it definitely is. It really is. And being able to, I think, and I've noticed this: people want happy employees. Like I feel like yes. I'm happy. Work environment, yes. It's like, it's getting more important than like pay nowadays. People want to be at a place where they feel, and that's one thing COVID definitely revealed to us is that no one wants to be committed to a workspace where you feel unhappy and definitely adding that wellness to know that your staff is doing well is amazing. So I'm going I'm to include that because I'm sure we got some listeners in HR that can use you coming to their company for some kind of coaching. I think that would be a good thing.
1: Yes, absolutely. Because they like employees don't want a pizza party; they want to use their PTO. Like they want to learn how to set boundaries, and they want to learn about you know how to um, practice better wellness. So it's it's really important. I learn to learn, um, and our stress less workshops are 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 coming more to, to more corporations. Like we want to bring more wellness to the workplace.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. So I'll be sure to include that information. Um, any final thoughts? You shared so many gems with us today and really about Thank your journey. You. And I I just, and going back to the name, maybe let me ask you this. This wasn't on my original list of questions, but I thought about this when I first, like, you know, you and I are Facebook friends and we i live in New York now, but definitely we're acquainted in Chicago. And when I think about the name Excuse Free Fitness, I remember like you starting a gym, and I remember I never knew your story until like later. I think I saw it on LinkedIn about having epilepsy. But I feel like that gives people no excuse. Is that where you came up with the name Excuse Free?
1: It truly is. <laughs> okay.
0: It really okay. is. <laughs> cuz i feel like there is no excuse consider everything that you had in your journey like there is no excuse am i right or maybe you could tell more about that i don't know
1: <laughs> Yeah, so i came up with the name um in it was like a small one bedroom like apartment like oh man it was the, it was like weeks before i took my per- i, I re- this this story is just so like key because i'm um, like it was weeks before I took my uh, my personal training certification exam um and I like, am I'm, I'm just like sitting at the kitchen and um sitting at the kitchen table and I was just like I know I'm about to take this this exam and I know I'm going to need a job but I already know that I don't want to work at a gym like I already know that I want my own brand I already know mm-hmm. cuz I got got already given me the vision but so I was like what am I going to call it <laughs> And so, like, I'm just like, okay, well, 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 but it has to, but but I needed to be memorable, and I was like, I can't force it, so I got like closed my journal and everything, but I was like, well, I mean, I I just I don't want any excuses, I can't give up, and I was like, wait, (laughs) Wait. there it is, (laughs) right? And I was like, excuse me, finish, because it was like one of those things where people used to always say um because like I told you earlier when I was when I was working on the other gym how I got started people used to say if you can do it I can do it and that's where I started to think and I was like well oh. if I can do it they can do it and I was like excuse free fitness and I was like that's it
0: <laughs> I love it that is it that is I, it and I love it I love it one thing you have demonstrated online and through your business and with your clients is that, you know, w- there are no excuses. Like, just get it done. Like, get it done. Because life is going to be life. And I got that from Yes, China, man. Life be life. But we still got to, you know, no excuses. Do what we say we want to do and going to do, you know.
1: Yes. Because feelings are not facts.
0: Okay. <laughs> feelings are not facts. <laughs> not- I'm going all of these down. So, all right. We end every episode. Now you gave so many gems, but I, okay. So I'll keep thinking of the self-care one, but if you have another one, cause I'm sure you do. We always end every episode with one thing that our listeners can do immediately. Like they could take into action and we call it our soul, our soul star tip. So what would be your soul star tip for our listeners that want to activate you know, their are uniting faith and fitness together, coming, having no excuses, really. T- you know, starting their self care journey. Like, what is that one thing that our that one exercise that our listeners can take into immediate action?
1: Ooh, mm, this is good. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, journaling is my jam, um, and so I would just yeah i i love it because it it gives you it's like a date with yourself okay, and it gives you opportunities to take all of the things like you know when you ever feel like you got like a million tabs open on your computer, but then sometimes outside like your brain feels, um gives right. you have opportunities to take clear all of that out and put it on the paper and then you can even go back and like oh wow this, i'm i I was here, wow, I'm not there anymore wow, I am still there um and uh you know my clients get the opportunity to do this as well so if you are in a season of knowing that it's time for you to um, get to the next level in your emotional intelligence, intelligence journey, or like, you know, your mental health journey or your physical health journey, I would just challenge you to just do this one simple journal prompt of, you know, what is, what are you saying yes to that's causing you to say no to yourself? Wow. It gets me every single time.
0: I'm like, I'm jogging it down because I swear to you, like, if, you know, when you ask someone like, um, if you ask someone like, how did you, have you ever seen when someone says I lost 30 pounds and everybody's like, how did you do it? And then the answer is yeah. probably going to always be the same fitness and work, like, you know, calorie deficit and yep. fitness, right? The answer is going to always be the same, but just in different ways. They're like, I, I eat more vegetables. I'm walking more. Like it's always going to be, the, it boils down to those same two factors, what I noticed, and you're the second part we I just recorded another episode that's going up, and her uh soul star tip was journaling as well your two your prompt is definitely powerful. She didn't provide the prompt, and she said her reasoning, but it all boils down to that same science of journaling, like how the power in that and really just something you could do immediately to activate is like wow like if if, if, if listeners don't get it they're gonna get it <laughs> this time. around. Yeah. So, yes. yes. So, the, the question is, what are you saying yes to that? What? I'm sorry. What are you saying yes that to it's
1: that? Causing you to say no to yourself.
0: Causing you to say no to yourself.
1: Because essentially, when we make excuses to not do things for ourselves, it's because we are too busy doing other things. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not getting eight hours of sleep, is it because you're watching Netflix? Is it because right. you run, a, run an errand for somebody else? Is it because right. you're staying too late, you know, working on projects and deadlines for, you know, your your work? Is it because you're taking on too many clients? Is it be, what what's going on?
0: So true. What are you what saying, are saying yes, yes to? to? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, Sorry. are you staying up that... at 11 o'clock a.m. and that's why you're smoothing your 6 a.m. workout? What are you saying yes to? Absolutely. Why Why aren't you meal prepping? Like, why yeah. aren't you making a smoothie in the morning? Why aren't you eating lunch? Is it because you're working? Are, are you putting a 12 o'clock meeting during your lunch? You need to set better boundaries. Like, so what are you saying? Like, these are the things. And so the reason that journaling is so powerful is because it allows us to, to actually see our excuses on paper, to see the quote-unquote reasons, the, the block is the a hindrance. So then we can get over the hurdles and we can come face to face with us with, with, with what's keeping us from reaching our goals. Our goals of you know of this of this freedom that we want, this soft life that we want, this, you know, this energy that we want. Like th- this is this is it. This is how we do it.
0: This is it, like Michael Jackson. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you touched on this soft life we want. I'm so happy that there is a shift right now that's going on yes. instead of always being strong and always no sleep and all this. I'm so happy that this soft life is a Me
1: shift too. that's
0: going on. Yeah, because we, we've learned from our those before us. We learned so much about strength, and we all got that down. Peck, I think, is now saying, okay, here's what I want to say yes and no to. So I'm so happy you touched on that. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed the interview. I was really happy to talk to you one-on-one. I was really happy to really share your story. And can you tell our listeners where they can find you, like your websites, as well as social media handles?
1: Yes, come hang out with me. Coach Capri is literally everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. Um, If you type in Coach Caprice on LinkedIn, I'm sure it'll come up there as well. Um, So follow me. um, Let's be friends. And uh, and my website is uh, www.excusefreefitness.com.
0: Thank you. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and be sure to check out Coach Caprice for more information about her fitness gym, her nutrition, her online programs, as well as corporate wellness. And we thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks, everyone.
1: Thank you so much.